HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Hello, and welcome back to the Heritage Radio Network's Farm Report. Heather Hyman here. Aaron Fairbanks. And uh, we are uh, looking forward to an awesome show today. Two lovely ladies in studio with us. Uh, first, we will say thank you, though, to our sponsor, Hearst Ranch. Hearst Ranch is the nation's largest single-source supplier of free-range, all-natural, grass-fed and grass-finished beef. Since 1865, the Hearst family has raised cattle on the rich, sustainable native grasslands of the Central California coast. The result is beef with extraordinary flavor that's as memorable and natural as the surrounding landscape. For more information, go to www.hearstranch.com. Oh, thank you, Hearst, and thank you, Heather. So, like she said, we are live in studio. Our guests today are Taylor Kokalis and Dorothy Nagel of Good Food Jobs. Welcome, ladies. Thank, Thank you. you. We are excited. So in sync. I know, right? <laughs> we practiced. <laughs> yeah, we've been uh, doing this for a while. Excellent, excellent. I'm hoping there may be at some point a song and dance routine that we could, you know. Well, we didn't really prepare anything, but. It's tough. It's not a real radio kind of gig, but. <laughs> Um, so, Good Food Jobs, um, why don't you guys start by telling us a little bit about what the site is, and then maybe we can talk about how you got there. Dorothy, you want to? Sure. So, Good Food Jobs is an online job search tool for people who want to work in food, but specifically uh, what we call a meaningful food job um, related to sustainability and or food culture. Awesome. Great. How long um, have you guys been in business? Well, depends on when you start counting. We came up with the idea uh, June 2009. We decided that we were going to actually do it about two months later. Uh, last April, we started a weekly newsletter where we sent out all sorts of job postings, and we just officially went live about one month ago. And, and where do people go um, to, to see all what you've got going on? It's just goodfoodjobs.com, right? That's right. Um, now, what's, what's your background? I mean, like, Good Food Jobs, how did you get into wanting to promote such a... 
Okay, well, I'll go first. I'm Taylor, mm-hmm. and um, I was always really interested in a food-related job. I grew up on the Jersey Shore, and <laughs> thanks to MTV, we all yeah. know what that's like Sorry. now. <laughs> like I say, they're more into GTL than... GFJ. GFJ. <laughs> well, I don't even know. Wait, I'm like, I know there's like some tanning and some laundry. And some gym. And some gym. But what, what's the other? Gym, tan, laundry. Awesome. But GFJ is good food jobs. I'm, I'm into that. I'm into that. Let's hear more about let's hear about more about your life on the Jersey Shore. <laughs> so uh, I was always really interested in food and from where it came. And when I decided I wanted to go to school, everyone would say to me, oh, so you want to go to cooking school? And I'd say, well, not exactly. And they'd say, you want to open a restaurant? And I'd say, not exactly. So I ended up at the Cornell Hotel School. So I was studying hospitality management. But when all of my cohorts were nursing their hangovers from the bars the night before, Dorothy and I were down at the farmer's market. And uh, when all of my classmates were writing business plans for restaurant concepts, I was writing things about specialty food stores mm-hmm. and farmer's markets. Um, so after graduation in 05, I did a year-long master's program at the university that Slow Food founded over in Parma, Italy. And I came back to the United States and I was determined to find uh, the perfect food job. And I ended up working at Marie's Cheese for three years as the director of education. So in my post there, we were educating about people about the pleasures of good food and getting them interested in uh, issues of sustainability and food production um, from a very pleasurable side of it and introducing them to what sort of good foods there were and and how to find them and and what that meant. And in my time there, everyone kept coming to me and they say, God, like I have this crappy fill in the blank job that I really don't like and I'm very passionate about food. So how can I find a way to work in food? What opportunities are out there? So these weren't, these aren't your coworkers. I'm <laughs> these are, so you guys would put together classes at Murray's. So they'd be open to the public. You pay 15, 20 bucks. You come in, you taste some cheese. Your life has changed. <laughs> exactly. And then you're like, all right, I need some more of this. And then they'd come to you and be like, you have a good food job. Where do I get one? It, it, that is exactly how it worked out. So simultaneously, Dorothy and I had been talking about a few things. And I had said to several people, hey, there are all these people out there. Someone should start a website where you can find all of these awesome food jobs. And nobody did it. So we decided let's let's do it but dorothy has a very interesting background um so i think you mine is it. kind of uh sort of an opposite of taylor's in some ways so i was um, born and raised on a small farm in kentucky by environmentalists mm. organic farmers um but i was raised in a really rural area so there wasn't a lot of support for that outside of the farm that we were on right so i found myself um, rejecting it in some ways as a as a adolescent and as a teenager, and then when I went to college, I wasn't really focused on food or the environment, even though I always considered myself an environmentalist. You so, were you were at Cornell as well. That's right. Okay. Yeah, that's so, where you guys met. Yeah, yeah, we met as tour guides. We're both campus tour guides. Oh, cool. Uh, so yeah. cute. Wow. <laughs> you guys have always kind of been like leading people in a direction of sorts. Then. You could say that, Heather. You could say that. Yes. Um, yeah, we had a great time there. Um, but uh, yeah, so I studied interior design, and I had a very like clear sort of career path in front of me. Um, I went to work after graduating at the same at a firm that I had actually set my sights on when I was a freshman in college. Um, 
it was a, a really diverse architecture firm, and I had a great um, experience there, and I learned so much. Um, but I also found myself increasingly um, dissatisfied with the level of uh, sort of impact I was making on the environment every day. Mm. And I slowly started getting interested in food because I loved how direct the connection is between food and the planet. And uh, so when I finally felt like I needed to, to leave my job and do some exploring and, f- and figure out what the next step was, um, Taylor was really supportive, of course. And I did, I spent about a year and a half doing some really different things um, related to food. And then when she said, finally, people are, you know, I've told people they should do this site. It's like such an amazing idea. And I said, yeah, yeah, you know, and she's like, we should just do it. And I was like, okay, it was like my opening. I was just waiting for the, (laughs) just waiting for the crack so I could slide right in. It's pretty awesome though. I mean, you know, I mean, you really are just linking people together. And I mean, it sounds like you had the idea and you were kind of waiting for it to happen and no one did it. So you're like, all right, time to get it going on then. Yeah, there was definitely a need for it. And one of the things that's really important to us is that you know as we were working with food we were starting to get um really more involved in how can we make this uh sustainable the whole food movement uh especially in terms of creating more small food related businesses and we kept saying gosh we want this decentralized food system we need a centralized mode of communication and we really need the support of more people it was becoming apparent that we couldn't obviously do it alone um, so having the opportunity and the ability to be able to bring a lot of people together and see the benefit of everyone working together toward the same thing has been really valuable for us yeah, I mean, it was really funny, actually, listening to your background story, it kind of sounded very similar to when I was, um, you know, trying to figure out where I wanted to go, um, you know, for my um, finishing my graduate program, I, I ended up going to NYU, but I'd always worked in restaurants, and I was like, well, I don't want to work in a restaurant, but I know mm-hmm. that there's some way that if yeah. I go to school for food studies, that I can make a future out of this, because everybody has to eat, and then when I got to NYU, you know, it was like, I'm learning all about this whole new world, and it is so progressive and it's so important and I'm still realizing today that people don't even really know yet about what we're doing like we're not part of a dying industry we are Mm -hmm. creating something new that is necessary for the future of our food Um, and the thing that's really important is that you really nailed it and hearing your story there's a lot of benefit for other people because um, as a culture we're very hesitant to take you know the road less traveled and it's much more comfortable to go into you know fill in the blank corporate job Mm -hmm. you know for a management experience where you have health insurance and um, what we're trying to do a lot is to communicate to people the success stories that are out there so in addition to the website we also have an accompanying blog where we profile people with interesting food jobs Erin was actually one of our first (laughs) profiles Um, and it's really important people say to us all the time we are so thankful for this because it's really resonating with us and it helps us be able to explain to the important people in our life around us what opportunities are out there well what does a good food job constitute so a good food job, well, we really had to sit down and define this. That was a little bit of work we had to do as we created the site. And, and in creating the site, we also had to um, 
lay out an editorial policy because we do have to approve the jobs ourselves. They don't get posted automatically when someone submits a job. Um, and we do that because we do feel like we need to um, curate the site to a certain extent. We need to make sure that the jobs posted are food-related in some way, although we always stress that working in food does not necessarily mean you have to work directly with food. Um, we also uh, feel strongly that the jobs have to be um, sort of comply with our environmental, um, cultural, moral standards. Um, and, of course, we have to say that they can't have any foul language or anything like that in there. Um, <laughs> Tougher so. for some job postings than others. <laughs> right. You know, everybody has their challenges. Um, yeah. But it's really important that we stress, we talk about it's not just uh, sustainable food jobs, it's sustainable food and food culture. And that's a really important distinction that we make because there are a lot of people that come to food by way of understanding these pleasurable aspects. Um, so even though you're not, you know, an organic farmer, there are still plenty of businesses that support food culture in such a way that really get people engaged and involved. And it's a spectrum, you know, they come in on one end, and then they get so engaged that they learn more about it, they learn more about the issues, they become more involved, and they start to care a lot more about the issues that are out there. I think that's, we talk a lot of, you know, on the farm report, how there's a role for everyone. And what we hope to do on the farm report, and I think through your site as well, is kind of show people some of the different ways that they can get involved. And before the show, we were talking a little bit about um, entrepreneurial spirit and kind of making that shift from like, oh, I have this idea, whether it's like I want to start a new business or it's I want to quit my job or it's I want to try something else out, like that space between you know, what you're doing now, and then taking the next step. So can you guys talk to us a little bit about you know, what were some of the challenges when you, you, you kind of like drew the line in the sand and said, okay, we're going to do this website, then what? I mean, who did you call? Yeah. Um, Not Ghostbusters. <laughs> well, I have to say, we both have talked about this a lot, that it really helps. I don't want to detra- deter anyone who's, who is a, an individual starting their own business, but it really helps to have a partner because whenever, you know, you're feeling challenged by something often that other person is is not or you know it's just a good um support system for you but um some of the challenges were uh obviously we had to come up with the investment capital and we were happy um because building a site is a little bit less of a financial risk than building for example a, a shop somewhere um having to pay rent and that kind of thing so the overhead is a little bit lower and the initial investment is um not as significant. Um, and then we also um, were really motivated to, you know, we did a lot of research, looked at all those f- job search websites that are out there, Craigslist, Monster, you know, even some of the m- smaller food-related ones, like for restaurant jobs and that sort of thing. And um, we really felt like we had the potential and there was an opportunity to, to create a really well-designed, easy-to-use site. And we, you know, coming from the design world myself, those were those were equal goals and they were so important to us and so um we were there were some challenges just working out like how we would achieve what we needed to achieve with function and also make it look beautiful um and then we worked you know we we luckily had an incredible um web producer from a company based in brooklyn called web inhabit and we had had the luck to meet them in one of those cheese classes at murray's um um, Effie, who who works there, was one of those people who was inspired by cheese, and 
So, um, so that was great, but there were still a lot of challenges going through the process. Yeah, and I would add one more thing, less about the challenges and more about the opportunity. Uh, the most important thing is just to get the word out there and, and sort of verbalize what you want to do. You would not believe the number of resources that are out there and the number of people that can really help you. So we had a lot of mentorship from other young female entrepreneurs who played a huge role in what we've been able to create. Uh, and we're always happy to help people as well. So reach out to us. We Excellent. Want to how do you, before we go to a break, how do we reach out to you? Oh, very easy to find us. Uh, my email is taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, at goodfoodjobs.com. And I'm Dorothy, D-O-R-O-T-H-Y, at goodfoodjobs.com. Perfect. So um, we're going to come back in just a minute and um, talk about some uh, more success stories and everything entailed in this uh, Good Food Jobs world on the Heritage Radio Network's Farm Report. Okay, welcome back to the Heritage Farm Report. It's Thursday. We are at Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn, in studio with the ladies of Good Food Jobs, Dorothy and Taylor. Welcome back, guys. Thanks. Thank you. So, wanted to move into talking a little bit more about what kind of jobs are on the site right now, but because this is the Farm Report, we want to talk about farmers. <laughs> um, obviously, yeah, let's do it. You know, uh, a sector of the population that probably doesn't necessarily to post at a site like yours i mean what kind of a resource do you see uh good food jobs being for for regional farmers or or national farmers i mean i should mention your site is national global global i'm <laughs> <laughs> my bad <laughs> it's the world wide web oh wow Zing. kidding <laughs> Right. Uh, Dorothy, you want to take that one? <laughs> sure. Well, I'll start. I'll, um, when we started the site, uh, we knew that we were going to um, attract a lot of people who were interested in, you know, foodies, I should say, as the popular term is, mm-hmm. who are interested in, you know, artisanal food products and, and restaurants and um, cooking and all that kind of thing. But we also felt really strongly that um, we wanted to be able to reach a really diverse group of people within the food industry. And one of the most important components for us is the farmers because, you know, we wouldn't have any of the other food systems without them. Um, So we knew that we wanted to make the site accessible for them. Um, I mean, when we were designing for, uh, to make a site that would be easy to use, we wanted that to be true for anyone. Um, And while it's true that, you know, being a farmer or the lifestyle doesn't necessarily mean that you can spend a lot of time surfing the web (laughs) during the day or night. Um, We, um, we also know that we're in a world now where a lot of farms do have their own websites and, and we wanted to um, 
you know, just be able to have people reach us quickly and easily and, and um, be able to post a job very quickly. Um, and so now the only um, challenge for us is reaching out to those farmers and making sure that they know we're here and um, making sure that they understand the kind of a resource we can be because the people who use our site are a true, um, a true audience of people who really are passionate and um, inspired and they want to make a difference and um, often you know they're the kind of people who a farmer needs to you know be either a volunteer an intern yeah I think that's I mean I think there's this idea that the only way to work on a farm is to like show up and help pull weeds and oftentimes like people I think in particular people who are visiting your site are maybe like the least qualified for that particular job, but have all these other skills, whether it's graphic design or they have a law background or they have um, a finance background. They have all these other tools that farmers need. And that's just it. Uh, one of the huge challenges of the site is to start to um, change people's perceptions as to what qualifies a good food job. Mm -hmm. And it's important to know that there are a lot of people that can apply their area of expertise or their skill set to the food world without actually working directly with the food. I think a great example is that I was just in Italy at the Slow Food Terra Madre event and I met... Ah, benvenuto! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I met a lovely woman named Monica who is currently working um, at Slow Food USA and she said, I was interested in getting involved in food but I had done all sorts of fundraising and development for these large corporations and at first I thought, gosh, I'll, I'll quit my job and I'll work on a farm or I'll go work in a kitchen. And then she thought, my gosh, there is this job opening at Slow Food USA and they need people to be able to raise the funds for them to be able to do their job and to communicate about slow food and good, clean and fair food. So it was a perfect example of how she could apply her old job skill set. Now, I've got a question, though. What about the people that are totally not in our world yet, but are looking for people in this world to help them? Like, let's say I owned a law firm, but I'm starting to, you know, put on events and, you know, have lunches. And I need someone who's going to, you know, get me the right foods because I'm trying to, you know, put out there, um, you know, the message that I'm supporting good, you know, clean and fair in the words of slow food. I mean, have you had people come to you from the outside, you know, world to try and bring people from this, you know, sustainable food world? into their workplace yet? Uh, yes and no. I mean, we're starting with a lot of food-centric circles, meaning going to all sorts of food-related events or doing mm -hmm. Northeast University tours and visiting food programs. Um, but it's getting out there slowly but surely. The really good thing is that we're starting and we're concentrating on these food businesses, um, but everybody eats right. every single day, multiple mm -hmm. times a day. So the word is spreading in a way that um, that's really meaningful and we'll hopefully incorporate all of of those yeah, other like people I, I, exactly I the other thing i want to point out is that people sometimes say um you know if we see that someone has posted a job somewhere like in a public forum and we reach out to them and say oh we'd really love to include this on the site and they say oh but i didn't you know it's not a full-time job and we're we're like it's okay it doesn't have to be full-time you know um we really stress that even if it's a, a unique uh, temporary or unpaid or you know compensated in a non-financial way kind of position that we want that on the site. There are people out there looking for those kinds of opportunities. Yeah, I mean, you guys, it's so well um, organized. I mean, you've got quick and advanced searches. I mean, it tells you what city you want to do, what, what you might want to work in if you are looking for an internship, if you're, you know, looking for agriculture or business. I it's mean, like 
Yes. Heather, do you want a PR job with Good Food Jobs? <laughs> Maybe, yes. <laughs> Actually. Uh, so, we'll talk about that after. Yeah, speak, so <laughs> how are you guys, like, uh, like, does it cost money to post on the site? If, I'm in, if I have a job to post, kind of what's the process? Yeah, so um, it is a paper post. It's $60, and your post stays up for 60 days. Mm-hmm. Um, you will have the option, we're just implementing it now, to... Um, edit your post as filled so that um, if you want people to stop applying but you can keep that post up as kind of an advertisement for your company mm-hmm. um, so what you do is you just log on and um, it's free to register to use the site and so if you're just looking at jobs all you have to do is put in your email and create a password and then there's no exchange of money you can search all day long whenever you want um, and then if you decide to post a job there's a lot of big buttons everywhere <laughs> encouraging mm-hmm. you to do that mm-hmm. um, you fill out a, a fairly short form and then you submit it um, with your payment information and uh, within 24 hours, usually much sooner, we'll review that and we'll approve it and um, your job will be up. Yeah, and then what, every Monday people get a newsletter if they're looking for jobs that post these new jobs and things of the like? Yeah, the newsletter is really to remind you that we're there and also give you uh, a pretty good understanding of what we're doing beyond just the jobs that are on the website. A really important part for us is that we were hesitant to do a website because we're people people and we love to meet everyone so we've been uh, trying to connect with a lot of people outside of the internet and really get face to face and hear what the issues are and understand how we can provide more resources to get more people involved in the food world so the newsletter keeps a lot of people abreast of everything that's going on there as well um, have you had any like super success stories yet? That um, oh, so uh, many, yeah. <laughs> so many. It's always amazing to, you know, we do n- know a lot of people in the food industry, and so often there will be somebody that we already knew. You know, we heard about a job and we contact them and said this would be great for you. Um, but then sometimes we also hear um, from people that we've never met before. They say, "Oh, I found a job through your site." I, you know, I'm starting on Monday or whatever, oh, and wow. um, it's really exciting um, to hear that. It, uh, it's it's a it's just an amazing feeling. Like yeah, it's a little fulfilling. For yeah, sure. definitely. Wow. Yeah, awesome. so you guys are, I mean, new. The site's been live for a month. So are you able, I'm just curious, like, as far as metric tracking, you <laughs> oh, know, sure. like, what, what, um, what kind of data you're able to gather to kind of, like, how are you measuring yourself as a successful business other than that you can, you know, pay your rent? <laughs> well, we're, we're working not paying towards that. Uh, but um, it's really interesting because um, I would say that we're both more qualitative people than quantitative people. Uh, so although we have become very nerdy and aware of things like Google Analytics, mm-hmm. uh, the thing that's more important to us is when I'm halfway around the world in Italy and people come up to me and they say, when I read your newsletter, I feel like you're speaking directly to me and nobody else. Oh, that's great. Keeping it real. That's uh, definitely the model of our station. And it's nice to hear that you guys are as well. Yeah. So, yeah. We do have, um, in terms of numbers, we do have um, over 3,000 people who've registered to use the site since it went live um, the first week of October. So um, we've been sort of keeping track of that. And um, the newsletter goes out to over 6,000 people. We've had over 100 jobs posted in the last two weeks. Wow. So can you give us an example? Like, what are some of the jobs on the site right now? Sure. So the most recent one was just uh, put up by by Chris from Consider Broadwell Farm, assistant cheesemaker, mm-hmm. which is a great intro opportunity Ooh, for la people. La. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but we have everything from, uh, you know, helping consult on um, new restaurant or cheese bar concept that's opening in Queens. Someone just got back to us and said he filled the position. Um, we've had working with nonprofits. Um, I'm trying to... I saw Italy was all over there when they first opened, right? It is definitely true. And yeah, they filled we, a bunch of positions. Yeah, we definitely have a lot of... We do have a lot of restaurant and um, food shops and um, places like that. We also have... Um, uh, jobs within restaurants that aren't food related or working with food I should say um, you know people who are managing restaurants um, or assistant bookkeeper position which is something you might not think about mm, definitely. Um, Servers. Or, or even the most interesting that I've seen is a lot of uh, entrepreneurial uh, you know endeavors that people post for entrepreneurs cycles which is a green market delivery service wanted someone to take cool. over their business or there's a market being put together in Buffalo, New York, and they're looking for, you know, bread bakers, cheese makers, beer brewers, cider makers. So there's nice. definitely a lot of breadth and opportunity. I mean, you guys are basically just bringing the right people together in so many ways. It's it's, it's great that you know you guys are doing this. It's pretty pretty exciting. Yeah, I think you, you definitely like. Uh, I'm wondering, you know, you start obviously you guys uh, started with a vision of kind of what the site was going to accomplish and what your role was going to be in that. And I know a lot of times with new businesses, it's like you have these ideas, you get out there, you launch it, and then you're like, oh, actually people want this other thing. Or, oh, we didn't even think about X, Y, Z. I mean, have you run into some of that yet? Or yes. Yeah, definitely. We get emails and people say, you know, it'd be so great if I could do this or that or... You know, um, we've added several features to the site already, like the education page where people can learn about where they can go to study about different food and environment related issues or, um, you know, all these little features that we might not have thought about. But sweet, well, spreading the good word, one good food job at a time. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. <laughs> Cool. So I think we are we're getting close to the end of the show. Yeah, I so know it. Time flies. It definitely does. So I'm we want ready. everyone definitely check out goodfoodjobs.com. You know, reach out to Taylor and Dorothy if you've got a job or if you're looking for a job. Um, I definitely wanted to give um, a little shout out um, to Derek Denkla, our friend of Farm City. Um, he's got a do-it-yourself utopia going on this um, upcoming Monday, November 1st. So if you want to check out farmcity.us, um, there's some really awesome um, little uh, seminars we're going to be doing about rainwater harvesting, rooftop micro farming, permaculture, and uh, all exciting stuff like that. So, um, you know, as always, we want to keep people in the loop as to what's going on in this world. Yeah, definitely. Cool. And then wanted to give you guys, of course, a chance to, you know, what do we forget to ask you or what do you want to make sure that kind of our listeners have a chance to know about good food jobs? Um, well, we just want to let you know, you know, Good Food Jobs is is the first of many steps to rebuilding the food economy. So we look forward to working together with everyone. And we really just want to stress that uh, the good food community is really a community and we encourage you to reach out as much as possible we're trying to put together lots of resources to help everyone be able to get more involved in the food system so don't hesitate to contact us Awesome. I can only imagine this is going to continue to exponentially grow. I mean, as is all the awareness for, you know, what we all do here. So in terms of, you know, creating and, you know, supporting this uh, safer, better food supply. So thank you so much for having us, guys. We really appreciate it. And we're big fans of what you do as well. Oh, yeah. We will be back next week live one o'clock Eastern Standard Time. The Heritage Radio Network's Farm Report. Thank you today to uh, Dan and Nat for producing and engineering our show. And uh, tune in next week.